Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. All I want to do is be Only you, Kyle. And you, Jackson. Thank you, that's right. I'm Jackson. And I'm Kyle. And um, we have just watched High School Musical 3, closed off the trilogy, possibly one of the greatest movie trilogies of all time. And one of the greatest conclusions to a yes. film trilogy of all time. I tell you what, they, they really wrapped it up and put a nice little bow on it. Yeah, but before we rush into that, we need to say the name of the podcast. Yeah. Yes, no, I, I did. I did want to get into that. We've been we've been a bit all over the show in the last two episodes. But if you're listening, me and Kyle here have been doing a deep dive on uh, old school Disney films, hitting us right in the nostalgia. The films that we grew up with, you know and love them. Of course, and this being the third episode, I mean, it's time to give it a title. Yeah, Dude's Doing Disney, are we going D- Yeah, dude, Dude's Doing Disney's good. I mean, I've already made You've, the... You photoshopped a little if photo. If you're listening to this, then there's already a photo. There's already a photo on Spotify You're probably looking us. at it right now. Yeah. So, uh, or you're listening and you're running along or you're working away. Oh, please. Yeah, exactly. All our listeners are hard workers. So, uh, so I believe this is our mini series too. I think every, you know we'll be doing some some mini series, and I think mm. some special episodes along the way. So I believe this is called Wild Chats. Wild Chats. So this is uh, dudes doing Disney presents Wild, Wild Chats, Chats episode three. Episode three. Ask musical three, of course. Senior year. We've all we've all been there. We've all. Well, did you graduate? I uh, I did get a diploma. We don't do diplomas here in New Zealand. Oh, the university. I'm talking I'm about just, high school. For for the, all the people watching at home, I just pointed to my. Uh, oh yeah, this is great. Great audio content. For I've a got podcast. a. I've just got my uh, my diploma uh, sitting on my DVD shelf. I didn't know your middle name was Paul. It's uh, my Opa's name. Yeah. Yeah, Opa. Are you Opa. Swedish? No, my mum's side is uh, Nordic. Uh, Dutch. Dutch, of course. Dutch. That's so going to yes. be my next guess. Paul is the. Uh, is a very Dutch name. Opa and Oma. It's uh, actually no, it's a very uh, very weird because my Opa's Opa, but then my uh, my Oma is just Nana. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, go all the way. Very uh, no, we're very uncommitted. We're, we're my family enough. really sits on the fence. Fair yeah. enough. So you, your grandmother isn't Dutch? Uh, no, I, no, she's from New Zealand. Oh, okay. Hails from Palmerston North, I believe, oh. or at least her her family married does a now. Dutch man. Yep. Good for her. It's the best too. She's doing well. Yeah. I hope. Ah, oh, Nana's chugging along. Good to hear. Um, bro, this fuck this film. The budget clearly went up with this movie. This, I mean, like straight out the gate, the cinematography is so much better. Uh, the lighting, it's the whole production value. It looks so crisp. And it's because this one is the first one that was filmed uh, for the movies. It wasn't just a direct uh, TV slash DVD yeah, got film. A theatrical it was, um, release. It opened with the uh, the Disney, the big castle. Oh uh, yeah. Got all the title sequence mm. and um and oh, it really showed. It I was, think and um. I wanted to look up the budget because I was curious. It was only $11 million. And then, but that seems modest. Yeah. But then the other films must have been made for a lot cheaper. Well, you can kind of, when you think back, after seeing this one, when you think back, like, it's kind of, like, this is such a big step up. Oh, yeah. Like, everything the, the is... choreography, like, oh, God, the set pieces are ludicrous. It's... They're insane. Well, before we get into that, I think we need a really quick rundown. Because, like of I the said, plot. Yeah, sure. last time... Um, Mentioned there are people who probably haven't seen High Musical three. They probably thought that was too cool to watch the third uh, yeah. one. And if you if you still think that now, wake oh, the fuck up. Yeah, please. The third one. What are you uh, doing? Really Stop whatever you're doing and watch this trilogy. Really you're the, missing out. The third one really really hit. Like I got I got a um, preface again. We unironically love these films. The, this one especially really hit hit it out of the park. But like with any film, when you put it under the microscope, you put it under the lens of cinema critique. Which You'll find Jackson, little flaws. Me and Jackson are experts. Here. No film's perfect. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, Carl's got a diploma. You heard it. Yeah, exactly. I won't say what it is, but I'm qualified. Bachelor of Communication and a major in journalism. So he's communicating to you what he thinks of this movie. And using those journalistic s- skills he learned at university, he's breaking down the film. Anyway, it's neither here nor over there. 
Sorry, what? You're looking at me funny. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, over to you. Oh, would you like to do the plot, plot rundown? Uh, I could do it this time if you want. Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, it's uh, all, the, all the wild cats that we know and love. It's their, all, all their last, last year at high school. And uh, oh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty dance, much it. There's going to be a show. There's the prom. Uh, you got your classic, like we said in the last one. They have the same arcs. Troy doesn't know what he wants, but there's, they're always placed in different situations, but it, they're, they're, it's the same arc. Troy doesn't know what he wants. He's got all these... Options for college in his future. What you know? His, where does he go? His friends aren't being very supportive. You know, they never are. Oh, Chad, we'll get into him later. <laughs> He's a real piece of work, that guy. And Gabriella too. You know, is like, uh, you know, do I go off and do my thing or do I be with Troy? Um, you know, and they make it work out by the end. You know, he's yes. going to go to a, a, a university or college for, for the first time. Yes, he finally just he decides to just please sits everyone, on the fence. Yeah, which isn't a very good lesson to teach kids that you can just try to try find a way to no, please but, everyone. I mean, he does things for himself too. I mean, like because he still does love basketball, but he didn't want that to be his only thing. Yeah, and like he does love theatre. It's been hard for him to admit that because you know his, him and his dad have only talked about going to college for basketball for so for so long. But he's not a kid anymore, Jackson. No, that's learned. the thing. As as he tells us, as as he tells his father, his father looks heartbroken. He's coach, coach Bolton. Coach Bolton. Does he have a first name? Coach. Co- coach Bolton. Yeah. Oh. He always he was born into the role. He really was born for that job then, yeah. wasn't he? I tell you what, his dad. Oh, his dad. <laughs> his hair. In this film, straight off the bat, very broody. Is this the dad or the dad? Yeah, oh. yeah Coach Bolton. Because we say he's one of the first people we see. He, he looks like uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the, the new trailer for Robert Pattinson's um, Batman, but um, when you see him as Bruce Wayne, he's got long brooding hair. You know, sort of like the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic, the very nineties. He's pulling like, it off. It's pretty. Oh, he good. is Zaddy. Yeah. 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 But, you know, the movie starts with this big basketball um, game. And oh, 16 great opening. Minute, 16 minutes left. Throws you straight in there. You know and where they, you're at. The second the movie starts, it's really pushing the, the theme of this is their final year. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, the coach comes in and goes, you guys are losing. There's 16 minutes left. And for some viewers, this is the last 16 minutes of basketball you're ever going to play with uh, each other. Yeah, it really like, rallies oh, wow. the tropes. So within the first like minute of the movie, it's like, oh, wow. It's like, this is the end, which is horrifying. Like, I, I saw this... Um, I saw this movie at the movies in the theatres. Mm. I was very cool back when I was, must have been 10 maybe. I Jealous. saw it with my, uh, my mum, my sister and my auntie. You guys have a good, real, good day out at real the... Real big party at the movie theatres it was. Good day out at the theatre. I do remember it being um, being very packed. I remember... Did they have any... You know when you, um, you go to the movies and sometimes there's like a limited edition, uh, you know, um, cups mm. and things? Like the uh, only one I can remember off the top of my head was like, oh, there's one for The Hobbit with like... Uh, uh, Sting as the straw, and there was like a oh yeah for Thor Ragnarok. They had um you know his helmet he wears. Was there one for Husky Music? Yes, no, all the cups had Mustabus on the top. <laughs> well, the, they, those are the ones that my family chose because we're a real big Mustabus fan. Oh, I stand Mustabus. Yeah. It was most. It was really weird because I think um it was just all the high school staff. So there was there was ones for Mustabus, one for the principal who we've seen a couple of but, shots, but, but none for the leads. No. Because who wants that? It's like no. you know, the movie posters already have that. So you exactly. know you want the you want the niche characters, and so I've got I've got the Darbus ones. Speaking of um, posters, I got a little segue here for you. Oh yeah, we we noticed um, early on in the film as they're, they're going into form class. I believe is it form class in America? They called it homeroom. A oh, homeroom. Of course, there's um post because obviously the form classes with Mustabas. There's posters on the door for previous shows, which as we uh, know have always been um, Ryan and Sharpay. The Evans Show. Yeah, the Evans Show. And um, fuck, I'd have to say uh, Art Department. Who, you know, you guys we've really been knocking it out of the park in every every one of these movies. Uh, so props to, if you're listening. I hope you are. Just uh, pat yourself on the back for me, would you? Um, sibling piracy. Was the one we could make out. It was so hard to make out the others because we, if we paused it, eh? It was too blurry. It's too blurry because we're following Troy going into class. So there's a lot of motion going on there. Um, sibling piracy, though, and you have Sharpe and Ryan just, just pirates. as pirates. And um, man, we. we oh, I've just understood the title. I only just understood the part. Oh, because they're siblings. And instead of piracy, because sibling piracy instead of sibling rivalry. Ah. Right? Ah, Is that you the think? pun? Yeah, because mm. Wales would be s- sibling piracy. 
It's a bit of a stretch of a, of a joke if that's what they're going for, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that must be it. It may be. Well, piracy kind of sounds like I like that thing because okay, so we got a couple. We got a sister and brother pirate who've they've come at a crossroads with each other. Yeah, not happy. Oh, I feel like maybe it's like a modern take on tre- Treasure Treasure Island. Okay, with siblings with siblings. So instead mm. of there being like Blackbeard, it's there's two of them. Yeah, is that what Treasure Island's about? Is Blackbeard in that? Mm. I'm picturing the poster. No, I don't and think I, so. I'll be honest; I'm only picturing the Muppets Treasure Island poster. I don't Did they do a version? The Muppets have done so everything. Many. But yeah. uh, my honest to god favorite, Treasure Planet. Have you seen it? Oh, with um, yes, the Disney one. And there's a little like uh, so purple, underrated, man. Yeah, so underrated. It was. It was a modern day like Robin Crusoe, wasn't it? Or was it a modern day Treasure Island? It was a modern day Treasure Island. It's Treasure Planet. Course, it's just yeah. Treasure Island in space. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt um, voiced the, the main character when he's like a teenager. It, bro, that movie's so good and so slept on. I remember watching a, a, a video a while ago, and um, I can't remember all the context, but like Disney did kind of sabotage it a bit because of like the people who were behind it because oh. they wanted to work on this instead of another film that Disney wanted to make, I think. Oh, wow. Um, and bro, it was revolutionary at the time in terms of the animation style because it had... Your classic two D animation drawing mixed with and uh, mixed in with three like D animation. Oh wow! It's so cool, man. Uh, I fucking love that film, oh. and I have it on uh, on uh, PlayStation One as well. Oh, I still have it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think maybe we'll have to do a um, mini mini series on oh, animated yes. some old animated Disney films. Disney films too. Yeah, go on that. Throw in um, for throw sure. in the old ones. I reckon that and um, probably meet the Robinsons. Oh uh, yeah! Oh, your the face you're making doesn't look very exciting. Oh no, one. no, classic! You're just oh, you meet the Robinsons. Um, I'm just trying to get my mind back into the the world of Hustle Musical it has Three. Been a while since we watched should we tell it? everyone what yeah. just happened? So we watched the film, right? Oh, we're, and spirits were high, and we're, it's, it's so eager to jump on the mic and get into it. And I forgot my bloody USB-C yeah, adapter. We're, we're recording at my house this time. Yeah, well, yes, we're in um, uh, Overcast Wano Yamada, the mighty Omata. Um, lovely day um, But yeah, I forgot to grab the USB-C adapter Because we record to uh, my MacBook Pro usually And uh, we didn't know what to do So we ran over the hill to uh, Whistle and Lower Hut to, to buy one Killed a bit of time And uh, <laughs> as we were walking through the mall You'll never guess what was playing But Breaking Free It was quite insane Me and Jack just had a look at each other like oh, It was yeah. meant to be And the, we, you know, we, busted, we busted it out the second chorus and, um, yeah, tell you what, the people in the mall just absolutely loved it. They, they all gathered around and started cheering. It really went off. And then, you know, we carried on on our way and went and got some Burger King and you had some sushi. St. Piers. So we gra- I grabbed what I thought was the right USB-C adapter I needed. And as we got back to Carl's house, I realized it wasn't. I was like, can, I, can we very quickly, uh, you've skipped over the part of the story where you chose the wrong one. Because there was two that looked quite similar, but then there was a cheaper one by about three dollars, and Jack's like, oh, five dollars by the eight dollar one. If five dollars goes a long way, yeah, that's fair. Well, pay for your Burger King. Exactly. Well, there we go. Well, but but you know, now I've just wasted eight dollars on uh, something I don't need. But you know, we got there in the end. We're recording to Kyle's computer, so now that you're all caught up, you know, I mean, f- what a, what a perilous journey we went on. But it's been about ninety minutes ish since we watched the movie, probably even longer. Oh, so it's, oh, no, it's not as fresh fresh yeah. in the prefrontal lobe. As I would have liked it to be, but um, uh. well, I think the main thing I I really really love this movie. This is definitely the movie that I'm least familiar with. I think no, you said you've only seen it. I've only times. seen it a couple of times. Once in the movies, and probably like once or twice since yeah. then. Definitely, I haven't seen this in in so long, so I don't have as many memories. You know, because yeah. like number one, it was like oh, it was like this breakout hit, and then number two was the sequel that like upped the ante, like it was so good. And it so was much, the summer vibe. Yeah, it was, there's so much nostalgia for the second mm. one. And then the third one kind of happened where we were kind of like a bit old. And it was kind of like, well, not old, older. but it was older. It was like, okay, like I'm less excited about a, not this, me. this musical. At the time, I mean, you saw it in theatres. Well, I did, yes, but I didn't want to look. You know, it was, it was that point where most people had gotten over it, right? I wasn't, man. I, okay. I was all in for Husker Musical. Well, well it was like, you know, it's hard to be nostalgic for something like when it was close. Like, no, of course. I don't know. Because I've got a mate who, who hates these movies but loves Grease and thinks this is just rip-off Grease. Which, which it is. As we discussed before, the, the your first one. Was Grease 3? The the script that they didn't yeah. use for Grease 3, re- yeah. Re- um, it. But it's because he didn't watch them when he was younger. Exactly, yeah. So he doesn't so, have the nostalgia for it. And I was thinking about this the other day too. It's, like, it's hard to review these movies because like right now it's like, as it stands, I really like these movies, right? Yeah. And that I'll always love them. Yeah. But 
as I watch them now, like I really love today's one, but if I didn't like it, it's like it's harder to judge and critique it because sure. like it wasn't made for me now. It was exactly. made for me as a as a ten to twelve year old. I think that's the same thing with um Star Wars, man. Right, so like a lot of the people who loved the the original films, yeah, um, hated the prequels because they were adults by the time they came yes. out. And George Lucas has always said that those films are made for children. And yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I love the prequels because I saw them when I was a kid. So I've got so much nostalgia for them. You know? I've only ever seen um, Attack of the Clones oh, and really? Revenge of the Sith once. Wow, at once each. You I've haven't seen, even seen Phantom Menace. I, no, I've seen Phantom Menace uh, a couple of times. I saw that uh, in the uh, re-release 3D for my birthday, oh, wow. maybe for like 2011. Wow. Yeah. I tell you what, though, uh, uh, me and a mate did uh, try to watch Phantom Menace last year, and we fell asleep halfway through. Like, oh, fuck! It's I, boring um, until you kick into the third act. There's a lot of cool shit in there. Even this. So many movies like that where it's like I've seen them sometimes like it's not sometimes, I've seen them a whole bunch of times. And then now rewatching them, like I even rewatching like the original styles, like I think they're so good and I love them, but it's just like I, there's so many there's only so many times I can watch. They're them. not perfect. No. Nah. I, to be honest, I don't think any of the Star Wars movies are good, but there's a lot of good shit in there. Yeah. I think So I I just looking over at your D V D um shelf, you've got Gotti on D V D. Got, have I got what? Oh, Gotti, yeah, the John Travolta one directed by... Why? Uh, by, uh, Why? Because I thought it was funny, and I haven't watched it yet. Uh, funny just to own it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be a part... It cost uh, me, I'm, like... I think it cost me, like, nine bucks from Mighty Ape. I'm with you there. I love buying random shit just for the sake of saying oh, I own yeah. this. Well, I mean, there's about a million DVDs here. They're probably just there for Yeah, like, I tell oh, you what, Kyle's got quite the impressive collection. Mm. And he's not just an avid watcher. There's a pretty hefty bookshelf there too. Yeah, of course. I, uh, I, I've i read a probably... There's probably about 50 books up there. I think I've read about seven of them. All right, I need to read more. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling like I'm getting more stupid by the day. That's okay. Um, uh, If I could... Bring it back to uh, to the movie. Okay. Um, um, I've got a point to bring up. Yeah, sorry, please. I'm doing way more talking this time. No, no, no. Um, very quickly, I wrote down, because I had a thought, and I want, I said, it's cool how this film portrays the sports king of the school as, like, a singer, right? I think that's so cool how in this movie, it's like, oh, this guy's, like, the athlete. Like, everyone loves him. Like, there's big posters on the wall, which I said to you, I think that's not really good for a kid's ego. No, not at, at like, all. It's a really warped view on himself but, in reality. Yeah. But then I thought, I was like, oh, wow, like, that's so cool. But then I thought, what other movies has done that, or TV shows in this case? Because then I thought Glee. I was like, which we don't really talk about because Glee is just cursed at this point. But I thought, um, like, oh, Finn, the, uh, the, the quarterback, he was the cool guy of the school. Like, everyone loved him. And then he, he joined the Glee club. Mm. And it was really cool. And I thought that while we were watching the movie. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, the teacher, like, blackmailed Finn into joining the Glee Club in the first place. Oh, really? Didn't he plant... I I'm haven't seen sure, Glee. Okay, in the first episode of Glee, I'm pretty sure the teacher, like, plants weed in uh, oh, Finn's Jesus. locker. And then Finn's like to the teacher, like, that's not mine. And then uh, the teacher's like, oh, well, if you don't join the Glee Club, I'm going to say it's yours and, like, get your arrest. Jesus Christ. At least Miss Darbus goes about it in, a, like, a bit more of a wholesome way. Miss Darbus in this film, I think yeah. you've got a lot to say about it. So, oh, she, she's fantastic, I tell you what. A big standout for me. And I feel like she would have been a real pro on set. Um, yeah, we found out she was in Ad Astra. I need to rewatch that because uh, I don't remember her being in that film. But um, anyway, um, so... She says that uh, Julie, Juilliard, the School of Performing Arts in uh, New York, New York, um, have, uh, oh, they've accepted four applications, right? Five? Oh, no, it was four. It was four. Not, not to get in, but like to, to have a look at. Um, like in the running for a scholarship. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So four applications for um, a scholarship. Uh, one for Ryan, of course, um, Sharpay, Kelsey, and surprise, surprise, Troy Bolton. And he thinks he's getting pranked by, you know, Chad, Zeke, Jason, the boys. Zeke instantly starts laughing. He, oh, that was hilarious. I just, ha! <laughs> it was brilliant. And, um, but no, we find out later in the film that it was actually Miss Darbus. It was really and a she, goblet and, of fire. Oh, she was, I, I love that scene so much because she's, like you said, she's kind of always kind of this like caricature kind of um, character. But she, man, she gets real, real with Troy after he um, performs his smash hit Scream. Uh, where I thought, you, you know, a, a nice follow-up to bet on it, his brooding song in the previous film. And, and nice to see him back brooding again, I have to say. Um, she says to him, I, I was the one who actually sent that, you know, and I'm sorry if I overstepped, but... 
I think it's better for you to consider all options now instead of 10 years' time when life's passed you by and those, you know, opportunities and, might not be there for you anymore. And you're running the drama department uh, in the high school. <laughs> yeah, she, she really turns it back on herself and gets a little existential. I think she's happy where she is. I, I imagine so. I mean, yeah. she seemed very happy with herself. Even <laughs> she like likes to muck around with that. I mean, uh, when the movie, me and Jackson, as we watch, we were riffing as we were watching, and uh, there are so many points I was pointing out, like, how'd this happen or why'd this happen? And usually Jackson looks at me and goes, just don't pick holes in it. Like, but <laughs> right at the start, like, one of the opening scenes in the homeroom where Mr. we first see Miss Darbus, and the camera kind of cuts away, and the bell's ringing, so everyone's getting up to leave class. And then out of nowhere, a basketball just flies, and Chad catches it, and then he walks out the room. Mm-hmm. And I turned to Jackson, and I was like, who threw Chad this basketball? Yeah. And then the next scene, when they're all on stage, yeah. uh, Chad throws the basketball to Miss Darvis, and she, like, catches it and then just throws it back. So I yeah. think Miss Darvis is secretly a big sports head. You think that's what she was doing at school late that night when Troy was there? Secretly, she was... Oh, having uh, she was hitting three pointers. Yeah, she's running from baseline, dribbling to baseline. all over the court. Yeah. She's a regular Michael Jordan. That uh, that Miss Darvis. Can say that again. Uh, she's a regular uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, you could definitely say that again. Um, oh, Rocket Man! Oh, oh this, I, this guy. I, so there's this, this fucking guy. There's this horrible character. I, I think he's hilarious. Him. I hated him. because I, if if you're familiar with the film, there's a new Let, character introduced. Let's pretend that people aren't familiar with the film. So, I mean, no, we never can. That's why we have to give them context. Yeah. Um, so if you're not familiar with the film, um, Jimmy Rocketman, yeah, I can't remember his last name, is this, he's got to be like at least, uh, you know, two years younger than Troy, but he, he idolizes him, looks up to him, and is really trying to be his best friend. But like not in like, he's trying to, he's just trying to act too cool, you know? And I, it's not necessarily the, the, the character, but the actor is really not very good. You think? I think, I think he nails what, what he was given. I think there are some points. Yeah. But like when they're celebrating at the the party after they won the game. Oh, yeah, he nailed um, that. Just like five hundred people at uh Troy's house, it's insane. It's like, Hey Troy man, your room's really cool. He's like, oh, thanks. Wait, you in my room? It's like, yeah, I just took a picture, see? Uh okay. I'm gonna do mine the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this kid, uh, Rocket Man, he's really trying to be the new Troy and yeah. we instantly put I noticed that the basketball and uh, Chad, not Chad, Troy was wearing his basketball shirt, which is number 14. Mm. And then Rocket Man came over with his his uh, basketball shirt and his it's number 41. was 41. Which is it's course, a palindrome. palindrome. So we thought, oh my God, did Nolan take notes on this? For his new film. I was going to say hit film, but we can't really call it a hit film. Uh, I think Just it's been film. a bit of a hit. Yeah. Who's to say? The box office numbers, they're still crunching them. Keeping um, them secret. I think he took a lot of notes on this film, and the most obvious one, yeah, of course, obvi- obviously, uh, in Scream, when Troy is in the rotating hallway, just oh, dancing his little heart out and running up all the walls and floors, and um, Nolan must have seen this and be like, "Crocky, I could, I could up the ante of this one." You know, what about the whole fight scene in a rotating corridor? And he did it. And then, you know, props uh, to a couple him. of years later, Inception came out. I just, I just wish he did acknowledge, you know, the inspiration for Kenny. it. Oh, Kenny Ortega. Yeah. And you, you were fortunate enough to actually sit down with him this week. We did um, mention that last week on the podcast that we were going to be interviewing um, Kenny okay. Ortega. Now, um, should, so, we, should we play the tape now? Well, you we'll put it in here. Yeah. So you're going to only hear um, Kyle and. In this recording, because uh, as we see, Kenny only likes to be uh, uh, interviewed by one person at a time. There's, there's actually a long list of um, demands. You know, we had to get a, a jacuzzi put at, at least 10, 10 meters nearby, sat sitting outside um, Kyle's house, mm. and um, he, yeah, um, all sorts of things. We had to have a bowl of cauliflower bites, I believe. Yeah, he doesn't even like cauliflower. No, I asked him about it. It was the the, the smell, right? Yeah, it was the first thing I asked actually. Oh, interesting. Well, I guess you'll hear that now. But yeah, we did um, flip a coin, and Kyle won that. If you're in squares, you know, I let, I let him have that. I mean, he's the one with, the, you know, a Bachelor of Communication and Journalism. So if anyone's going to communicate and, you know, with the, the in, journalist integrity that they've uh, are clearly qualified for or with. Um, you the know, way you're spilling this out, it sounds like you should have interviewed him. It seems like I'm a, just trying to string a coherent sentence together, to be honest. <laughs> 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 
I've listened back to I've listened back to the last two episodes, and there's a couple of times like I've just like just fucking completely like lost my train of thought right. and like s- said the wrong word. Like, oh, what did I say? What's the, the? I was waiting for you to say it sometimes today. What did I say in the first one? I said, um, uh, I've had family members listening. I think I meant to say begrudgingly, but I said like obligatorily or something. Oh, that's, what was the one you did last time? Uh, was, oh, yeah, I said, uh, I just want to precipice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> precipice. <laughs> that we love these movies. When I meant to say preface, so I did say that uh, earlier. That's okay. I'm smart. I know words. Mm. I just sometimes use the wrong ones. That's right. Anyway, yeah, we'll um, roll the tape anyway. Uh, this is Kyle talking yeah. to um, Kenny Ortega. So the next time you hear our voices, it will be from uh, from the interview that me and Jackson, did, oh, just me, that I did with uh, Kenny Ortega. So uh, here we go, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Kyle, and I'm just here for Dudes Doing Disney, and I'm sitting here with uh, Kenny Ortega. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, uh, yes, Hello. Hi. Um, look, first off, right off the bat. Um, Thank you for having me. Oh, no worries. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the first question, like the cauliflower in the bowl. Like, what's this all about? Do you like? Do you like the smell of it or something? Uh, I love the smell of cauliflower. Don't you? Um. Well, I think it's just a weird, weird request. Well, you you come in. You come in and pretty, pretty hot here, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know, but I'm a Hollywood director, so okay, well, I'd um, appreciate if you turned down the hostility. Okay, well, sorry. But th- no, look, to be honest, cauliflower, there's something about it. My mother used to always have it out in bowls when I was a young lad, and just it always got got my creativity going, really got the, the juices flowing in my brain. So, you know, and I, we had a lot of bowls on set too, um, but Zach would just help himself to it, and you know, I had to smack him around the head. And be like, it's not for eating. Wow. You can really, um, oh, wow, okay. Well, I'm not sure if anything more needs to be, do you want to say anything more about that or? No, I prefer if we move on, actually. Yeah, Thank you. So, you know, your publicist is kind of looking at me a bit funny. No, it's okay. No, um, no more. No more. No, it's okay, Rachel. Okay. I, I think you, just, just read the, 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 the questions we gave you, please. <laughs> Sorry, this is a real big moment. What, what's funny? I'm shivering in my boots. I'm not laughing. Oh, no, look, hey, look, look, look. Kyle, was it? Yeah, it is. I'm just a guy. Okay. okay. Who happens to have directed some of the greatest movies of all time, but look, you know, that's that's okay. Um, specifically, so me and Jackson, uh, we'll be playing this interview. Oh, you haven't met Jackson, but um, he's my... Uh, no, I, I only like to be interviewed by one person yeah, at a time. Um, well, I think we'll preface this uh, in the podcast. But... Um, but so, and we're going to be inserting this interview in our uh, High School Musical three episode. So, uh, is there anything you want to say about High School Musical three? Like me and Jackson both absolutely love it. We think it's such oh, a good uh, thank conclusion. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> is there anything, um, anything you want to say? Like, did anything happen at the premiere? Like, what was that like? Uh, I was reading that it was the biggest premiere of any film art in London, actually. Well, at at the time, it it was you know until um, Avengers Endgame surpassed it. You know, I mean, you know, we had we had some. Uh, Records that we we're proud of, mm. you know, you know, you, people think about, um, you know, box office gross or biggest, you know, premieres. You, you got your Titanics, you got High School Musical three, and then you know, Avengers just had to come along and you know, steal, steal a lot of those accolades from great films, but deservedly so. I mean, you know, Disney uh, production company. I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but they, they actually um, came to me with High School Musical. They produced those films and they also did. Avengers, so uh, you know, oh, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really have any, any, anything bad to say about it, particularly. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good time. Um, that you know, uh, the the cast they really pushed for the premiere in London because they were all eighteen at the time. So you know, they would they were legally able to drink over there, but you know, not in not anywhere in America is the drinking age is twenty one. Mm. Um, so you know, it made it real hard for them on set because. You know, while me and the producers were getting shit faced during the day, um, they just they felt really left out, you know. And um, <laughs> I remember one scene specifically, actually, where um, uh, you know, I had Coach Bolton and Chad's dad and and, and the mums too. Uh, I didn't really bother giving the characters names because they didn't really have any arcs or influence on the story. Um, but they were all drinking beers, you see, and. Um, Troy and uh, Chad, um, <laughs> did you say glasses of milk? 
You can, it's okay. You can laugh. No, no, you can laugh. I, I, know, I, I, have, I know I have funny anecdotes. I don't know why you're, I'm not laughing. I as that a story. Yeah. Sorry. I asked about the premiere. I get carried away sometimes, but it's just a bit of context for you. So, yeah, so the kids, oh, they got fucked up, to say the least, at uh, at the London premiere. And um, Zach is absolutely right. I don't know if you saw in the papers at the time, but, you know, he ended up, he ended up I think he smashed the window with a hooker um, down uh, Abbey Road. And he, he actually he pissed on uh, the, the crossing of Abbey Road where the Beatles infamously walked across. Oh, wow. Jeez, and he, wow! I this doesn't really seem like um, the Zaki from that uh, we uh, know and love. Uh, he's 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 very different behind closed doors. Oh, um, wow. I say that much, but you know he's a close personal friend. Um, okay. I spent all the time with that kid. You know, I really took him under my wing. And um, yeah, it's funny though. You know, he doesn't like picking up the phone to me anymore. You know, it's not like I helped build his career or anything. Yeah, of course. Oh wow! Wow. I've are those tears came? No, no <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. I just, you know, I remember when I we were in Hawaii, oh. I took him out down there for a weekend, introduced him to Jim Carrey, and uh, it was really special, you know. And I heard you refer to him as son. <sighs> it was like a son to me. And for a while, you know, he called me dad. <coughs> Look, no, okay. sorry, so I didn't. Rachel, uh, she's kind of. Rachel, Rachel, you said, you said then we're going to ask personal questions. Okay, well, okay, I've. Okay, I've got. Uh, Did you just burp off, Mike? I, Kenny, one fun fact that all the listeners know about me is I cannot burp. I just did a real quick clear of my throat. I'm very quite nervous. No, fair enough. I do have that effect on people. Yeah, no, you're. Um, and I really don't like how you're just wearing a Hawaiian shirt with some flip flops. I mean, I'm well, I'm, in, up. I'm in New Zealand, baby, and I'm loving it. I'm loving this weather. Well, well I guess I can't argue with that. Um, well, I've got really, really happy to be here. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks. I um, thanks for having me. I've been in quarantine for two weeks. Yeah, I was going to ask about about that. I was going to. Uh, oh, is please. That not too personal. <laughs> no. Oh, how's quarantine? Yeah, good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I've got a real quick question about um. About one of the songs. Uh, the final, oh, yeah, which, 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 which song? The final song um, is called... Uh, the final song is very creatively called High School Musical. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I really been, knocked it out of the park yeah, on that one. There have been rumours that it, um, it rips off the famous U2 song Vertigo. The chorus. The beat. Because you know the chorus, it goes, uh, High School Musical says we had to let it go. It's the best part we ever know. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah. Well, in Vertigo, it's like, it. Vertigo is like, hello, hello, we're from a place called Vertigo. It's can't the best part mm, we've no, ever known. No, Step into no. the future no, and hold on to Vertigo. Can't say I've heard that song. But who was it, sorry? Uh, you two. What about me too? <laughs> no, I think that's too personal to ask. But um, What? Oh. What's this band you, you're talking about? Boy? Oh, you too. Can you know Bono? Adam Clayton? Bon- Who? Adam Clayton? Never heard of him. Uh, the Edge? Oh, isn't that a radio station here in New Zealand? Oh, have you, have you been listening to The Edge? Yeah, I was listening to it in quarantine. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, I tell you what, I love that guy, Dom. He's, he's a, oh, he's he's a, a real joker. He? He's, he's a, a character. He's an absolute character. Have you read any of his books? He's got books, does he? Yeah, I think he's got at least two. Good for him. Really shows it. No, I'd really like to talk more about me. About you? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, there's a segment that um, I'll tell Jackson that we don't need to do a Chad's Corner uh, in our uh, episode, because we could do a Chad's Corner now if you want. It's a segment of the show where we talk about uh, Chad, a character that you must be uh, familiar with. He's nodding. Yes, played by uh, Corbin Blue. Oh, we call him... Well, a... wait, we found a funny oh. story for you. We actually, on set, we called him called Don Blair. Oh, do you know what? What? I think that's uh, quite clever. Oh, thank you. Quite clever and unique, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, you know, I was, I was throwing around a lot of jokes with no. those kids, you know. Really, I, I wanted to build a bond, you know, and I wanted them to get along together. I wanted the chemistry to feel real. Oh, right. Is this just for the third one or the, for... Yeah, no, I kept, I kept them separate uh, from each other on the first two Oh, is films. it all like green screen? 
No, no, they're just they're only together on set. You oh, know, when right. when the cameras aren't rolling, I, I put them all in a separate room and just let them think about what they've done. But you know, I felt like it didn't really work for those first two films. So in this one, I brought them together, and uh, they seemed a lot more happy. Oh, I think they looked like they were nailing it. They all looked so happy. They looked like they were enjoying it. Uh, and uh, you know, I have to say, I felt like we were robbed at the awards season. I. I think I'd agree. But what Thank specifically you. Uh, makes you feel that way? Because it didn't win or get nominated? Do you, have you seen the anything? film? Uh, yeah, I have, actually. I saw it at the so movie. So you saw like, the performances? Uh, yeah. You saw the editing? You saw the original songs? You saw the cinematography? Well, I, I didn't see the original songs. I heard them. You heard them? Mm. You saw them play out on screen? Yeah. Don't get caught with me, boy. Well, All of we... these categories snubbed. Chad's Corner. Hi, everyone. This is a real quick uh, Chad's Corner where we talk about our favorite character, Chad. Uh, I've got Kenny here with me. Hello, I'm Ken- Kenny Hello. Ortega, director of High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. And? I also choreographed those films. And? I directed the Michael Jackson hit documentary film, This Is It. Thank you, Kenny, for joining us. Um, he didn't do it. Thank you once again for joining us. Um, look, let's be honest. Chad didn't really do a hell of a lot in this movie. Uh, but Oh, excuse you. I thought he was a very well-rounded character. Oh, y- yes. But, th- I mean, we can't just talk about how uh, well-rounded he is. I mean, this is a Chad's corner. I mean, this isn't just a normal conversation. This is specifically uh, about some cool uh, Chad traits. And what's one thing that we know He's, about Chad? He is pa- played by Cor- Corbin Blue. Cordon Bleu, sorry. I was going to say that he loves to wear cool T-shirts. I did, he did wear a lot of funny T-shirts, actually. You know, you're not wrong. So it's been a while since, um, <laughs> since we made those movies. I don't know if you know, but 15-odd uh, years ago. Um, and uh, uh, Corbin, bless his little heart, you know, actually came, came into my trailer one day, you know, banging and knocking about. He was, he was like, Kitty! <laughs> what, do you, what do you want, Chad? You know, I was, yeah, I, is, this, is this going out online, is it? Oh, yeah, this is just a real quick uh, mini-episode with our interview. Oh, I guess I, I, can, I can say it here. You could just I was doing a lot of coke in my trailer. Okay. And, um, you know, but having a minor come in, he was freaked out a bit. I don't think he really noticed because he was very really hot and sweaty. And uh, he, said, he had, like, something he, something he really wanted to get out. And he told me that um, he wanted to wear T-shirts in the film. I said, you're going to be wearing T-shirts. You're not going shirtless. You know, we haven't paid for you to have a personal trainer. Um, you know, only Zach had a personal trainer because he had quite a few shirtless oh, scenes. Tell. And um, is that no, no? Yes, of course I'm going to be in t-shirts, but I want you know funny, funny uh, slogans on them, just funny words. I was like, yes, you sure? Okay, go on. So I sent him along the costume anyway, and they sorted that all out. They teed that up. Well, this is actually so crazy because me and Jackson actually did like an improvised scene in the first episode of our show, and it no. pretty much happened the exact same way. You're joking? Have yeah, you no. heard the story before? No, like, honestly, I swear to God. That's I swear uncanny. to God, yeah. No, I, I think it really cool. like Jackson. It's a shame that he wasn't here, but um, uh, it, it's uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just yeah. I really can't really talk to more than one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Rachel doesn't count, right? She's in a different. Currently, Rachel, uh, your publicist, she's in like a separate uh, uh, room. Just I've got her in a bubble. Yeah. Have you seen Bubble Boy with Jack Gyllenhaal? I love that movie. Oh, yes, I've also seen that episode of Seinfeld called The Bubble Boy. So, what's that? What's what, Seinfeld or yep. Bubble Boy? What's Seinfeld? Oh, it's a show um, directed and written by a guy. No, I don't know why you keep trying to talk about other people's body of work when you've got me here. Okay, well, yes, we are in the Chad's corner. So um, uh, about this new, uh, about, uh, sorry, I'm very sorry, Mr. Ortega. But um, uh, in High School Musical 3, Chad's T-shirt, the, the costuming in every other aspect was really good, but they only gave Chad two T-shirts, and one of them I don't know what means. what it means like at all. I couldn't even guess. Would you like to ask me? Yeah. What the hell does Sia mean? Sia. Yeah. If I remember correctly, he's wearing that towards very closely to the end of the of the film. Yeah. Him and Zach. Oh. Troy, they were. Now I get it. See you later. Yeah, okay. Have you? Well, what? Okay. So do you, do you know lines? Lines. Yeah, do you ever read between them? I get. Well, I am. Uh, I have uh, got Bachelor of Communications with a major in journalism. Where did you study? 
Where did you study? I'd rather not say. Can we just? Say well, do you know Troy I... Bolton went off to um, California to study? He did. Berkeley. Yeah. He did it right for himself. I was thinking about doing a um, high school musical reunion. Oh, like high school musical four or just a reunion? Well, you're familiar with the American Pie franchise. They did American yeah. Reunion. I was thinking of doing a similar thing. I actually had the idea before them, but then you know they went ahead and made it anyway. Oh wow! Um, but cheeky. Two different franchises. I think it could still be done. It's just like I said. It's really hard getting through to the phone on, to Zach. Mm. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't actually ring anymore. It just goes um, straight to. Just, like it's disconnected or something. Rachel's kind of looking at me to. Move on to the T-shirt. Yeah, no, please. Okay, so the 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 um, other T-shirt that Chad wears said Greenster, and I think that's like that's self-explanatory. Oh yeah, no. Um, Cordon Bleu was a heavy reefer addict. He was smoking a lot of weed. Um, between takes, uh, you don't really notice that he put clear eyes in. Um, but it, it explains his erratic behaviour. Chad was supposed to be a more sweet, sincere, and empathetic character. Yeah, but he, he just came in very hostile and very erratic. He was always just reading the situ- situations wrong. Um, but, you know, I think it it, it worked, you know, you all the more for it. The, do you think there was a count of the uh, the green, that he was so erratic? Mm, oh, yeah, no, most definitely. Yeah, so, oh, wow. Well, that's actually quite But, relevant. you know, every the thing I've come to learn, uh, Kyle, is it? Uh, yes, you've seen my name multiple times. That, you know, every actor has their, their different process, their different way of uh, working. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Cordon's was to get really stoned before every take. And wow. I respect the hell out of him for it. Okay. Well, th- nice. I, um, I'm glad that it was a, a fun place to work, I guess. It was. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to ask me? Uh, yeah, I've got one uh, final question. Fire away, because I've actually got to jump on a Zoom call with Lucas Gabriel. He played Ryan in the oh, yes. musical. Oh, well, I've got um, two things to ask. Then Actually, I've got two final notes, uh, uh, if you mind. If you, if you've got yeah, please, he's going to be calling any okay, second. Well, uh, with, uh, Lucas, famously, uh, Lucas really wanted Ryan to come out of the closet as a, uh, as a gay man. In the third film, mm. but uh, Disney just would have none of it, and they even gave him a romantic partner with a uh, Kelsey in the film. Uh, and is there anything you want to say about that? Uh, you know, they thought they were more just friends, to to be honest. Um, you know, I, I like I did bend to Disney's will. Not going to lie, you know they care a lot about the the Chinese market, and um, you know they just they can't have two people of the same gender kissing on screen. And you know we did make a lot of. A lot of our box office in China, they they loved Husker Musical mm. over there. Um, but the, the funny thing is, you know, um, Ryan was never in a closet in the film. He was always on stage or just outside. Mm. We never he saw was him never in, in a closet. physical no, I closet. Think, no, I don't think it, he was literally in the closet. I think it's more metaphorical. Oh, and that makes sense. Mm. But uh, Lucas did spend a lot of time in closets on set. You know, we had to keep finding him. After a while, oh, we knew where he was. He was hiding in the in the closet in the costume. Oh, see, I heard because um, yes, and I was reading interviews, and um, Vanessa Hudgens saying that all everyone was always playing hide and seek, mm. and Lucas was always hiding in the closet. And they kept telling him like, "We know that you got hiding here this time. Like, choose a new hiding spot." And he just kept doing it. He never would no. Oh. But you know, it was good when you no know, I needed to. To get him to see it, we knew exactly where So I mean, we saved a lot of money um, not having to get him a trailer for the third film because, um, like I said, you know, the past two films oh, they were all uh, so you just built like a in closet? separate rooms. Yeah, yeah, no, it was the closet was already there, but oh. he was just spending all day in there. Um, it was just one specific one. But you know, I would have liked um, Ryan to come out. Uh, you know, have have that representation. Uh, so I'm getting a. Oh, that's, is this Lucas? That's Lucas calling me okay. now. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go. Okay, well, um, um, I'll guess I'll wait. I'll maybe I'll ask Jackson the uh, last question and uh, and see. That's if he right. Knows. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I've really got to take this, Rachel. Okay. We'll have to wrap this thing up. Okay. Uh, uh, thank well, yeah. Uh, thanks, mate. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Ken. Right, see you later. Wow, Jackson, man, you, you bro, you really um, you did well on that interview. Yes, well, I have to I've, say, I've really I've I've learned from the best. Oh, at Messi. Yeah.
Oh, yeah, just they all I learned there at our uh, interview skills, really. And I think I really honed in. It was a bit scary. Yeah, he did seem kind of hostile. Yeah. I thought, because, I mean, you know, he did the Disney films. I thought he would have been, you know, a bit more kind of lovable. And he kept... Right? But I think he, maybe it got to his head at some point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, he... um, Yeah, so strange. I didn't even get to ask him about the freeze frame at the end of the film. Ah. Lucas was calling, and I've heard Lucas can get really angry. Yeah. yeah. But, um, great actor, though. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no... um. Kenny was a great guy, and uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the interview. It's uh, really the start. Yeah, of and well done again, bro. You really been knocked oh, out thanks. the park. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get um, more people involved with yeah, the hope, franchise on. Hope you see him. Um, hope you'll get to meet them next time. Yeah, well, I mean, he's still in New Zealand. Maybe I'll run into him on the street or something. Oh, yeah. Um, <sighs> so much to talk about this film, man. Um, I can't believe Jason got detention for chewing gum. That was a bit extreme. It's a bit authority. Author- how do you say it? Authoritarian, yeah, authoritarian yeah. of a Mustamus. Jesus Christ. That, I love that that's the first thing you just like to choose. We just played this big interview with this major like Hollywood director, and then you're just like, oh, isn't it crazy how uh, Jason got detention for gum? Yeah, I mean, well, we've even well, heard fair, the interview. I mean, we're not going to do a review of the interview, are we? Would you like fair. to? No, we could replay it. Just replay it again? <laughs> but the top. Um, I just mean we we going we've been chatting for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna shoot a few a few a few things I enjoyed yeah, in the film. Uh, Gabriella's points. ringtone was, oh, was uh, uh, you, you are the music of me classic from, uh, nice little callback. They love doing that. I believe the the sharp. I think I read that Sharp Hayes' ringtone is fabulous. Oh, uh, true. From um from the second one. Speaking yeah. of Sharp Hay, back to old shenanigans again. You know, and uh, like I said, they all have the same arc in every movie. Every she's film. a bitch again, manipulating everyone, trying to like make it all about her. But, but then this one, she literally doesn't do anything to redeem herself. Like there no. Are no actions in the film at all. No. It's like, oh, like Sharp Hay's all right. It's like, no, like there's someone like more evil than her. Yeah. Like, taking over And her I think role. that was the, the thing of like them trying to make her kind of sympathetic. Sympathetic for the audience. Because yeah. there she gets there's a exchange student from London. I can't remember do you remember her name? No. What's uh, her name? There's a uh, female and um she becomes Sharpay's personal assistant, but she, the whole thing's been a ruse. Yeah. She's been pulling her own little strings, so learning she, everything about Sharpay yeah. so she can take over in the show. And then uh, run the drama department the following year. Yeah. But then um, when Sharpay, when this happens, Sharpay's like in the dressing room like, oh my God. And then she's like, do you know what? No, I'm still Sharpay Evans. And then yeah, she just goes bitch. on stage and then still performs the and, show. And like, when he punches her in the face, I thought that was fantastic. Oh, well, was, yeah. I mean, is that redeeming? Do we think oh, we still I, like her? I think so, yeah, because yeah. we've never seen a resort to anything that extreme before. Yeah. But um, good on her. Oh man, it's so it's so funny though. So um, Ga- yeah, uh, Gabriella's gone to her orientation at. Do you remember where it was? The you know, Stanford Stanford University. Um, Troy's gone up there to see her. Brings her back, you know, in time for the show and to come to prom. Um, but so the understudies have to go on, which is um, uh, Jimmy Rocketman for Troy Rocketman. and uh, Sharpay as Gabriella. And um, uh, it's, such a, it's such a bloody laugh, I have to say. It really tickled me. And um, yeah, so oh, what is it? Um, Every time Jackson, someone mentions High School Musical 3, Jackson will make this point. If it's the point I think you're going to make. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> they do um, all... I want to do is be with you. Classic tune. Sharpay comes out, sings the first part, and then um, waiting for Troy, but he's obviously not coming. He's still driving back with Gabriella. Even if we're miles apart. And everyone's like, what? They've even got a whole orchestra there, yeah, and the like violinists fight. start, you know, playing like a real suspenseful, yeah. yeah. And then J- uh, Jimmy comes out, and he's dressed what looks like a cross between Prince and a pimp. Yeah. It's hilarious. And um, he really knocks it out of the park. Like, he, he's thriving on stage. Like, get on him. Oh, yeah. that, that's the highlight of his... Um, life? Oh, yeah. It's all down I was going to say his character, but his life yeah, is probably also I think so. I, I'd love to see a follow-up where all these characters are just, today. Just rock star? Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah. Rockstar Rocket Man. Surely his own spin-off. Mm. And um so yeah, they only do the first verse and first chorus, and then Sharpay leaves stage, and then um Troy and Gabriella get there, and then uh, yeah, next thing we know, they're performing the rest of the song. And everyone's loving it, having a good time. So it's like, hang on, what happened in between uh Sharpay and Jimmy doing it and then Troy and Gabriella doing it? Were they just like, Okay, sorry guys, so we're just gonna get um the uh, real actors on now yeah. to perform the rest of the song was no one like what the fuck I mean like they had people from Juilliard there yeah. like judging to see whether or not these people and they kept the, the judges from Juilliard were so inconsistent like when Ryan <laughs> was performing his song 
uh, the guy is like to that's the, the chick, choreographer. He's like, that's a choreographer. And then when Troy rocks up and starts singing, the chick says to the guy, that's Troy Bolson. It's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure the guy who knows who the, choreo- the choreographer of the show is yeah. is also going to know who uh, Troy is. But I, I f- it was kind of like the, the um, confliction in her voice. She was like, that's Troy Bolton. Kind of oh, like, chit, like, like it was like, okay. he's, that's Troy Bolton. And then, what do you, like, he's got, yeah. do you think he's got chops? I think, look at him go. The, the highlight of them God, I love that song. is though, the highlight of the two Juilliard people though, is when like everyone in the audience is standing up and clapping and then they both, they're both looking down, they're both sitting down in their seats and they look at each other like, okay. Yeah, and then they both did. stand up and start clapping and waving their hands. I wanna do and then, the, the thing that makes like no sense is they then go up to Miss Darbus, and I guess like within the space of the uh, of the show ending, well, it's like in between songs, mm. they're like, "Oh yeah, we've decided who we will give the scholarship to." Like, they didn't even think about it. It's just like, okay, yeah, the songs ended. I oh, will go up to Miss Darbus and tell them, "Oh, we want this person to have the yeah. scholarship," and they leave and they announce. Don't even it. watch the rest of the show. Yeah, which is all like a bit of a, a hot mess, really. I mean, but the but fuck, man, th- this school must be expensive because like their drama department's budget's insane. The sets are so huge. And elaborate and so well done. It's fantastic. Like, we have to, like when we see the production money's gone up, so many of the songs, like, um, like uh, I Want It All, yeah, is amazing. All. Like, and same with The Night to Remember, the night prom remember. one. Oh, uh, yeah. What's gonna be yeah. a night? Yeah. But I Want It All, man. Uh, there's one moment in there that I really loved when, um, because they had all the other um, actors kind of come in uh, doing like these little bit parts. And um, Chad was just as a cop and he had like an Italian American accent. He was like, hey, Miss Evans, how you doing? And I could tell that Cordon Bleu, he was loving that. Uh, but, and then also, um, Troy also did a real bad Italian accent when he ordered the pizza. Oh, that's Gabriella. right, when he brings uh, uh, pizza to Gabriella. So, what yeah. did he say? He says, like, like, oh, did someone order a pizza pie? <laughs> hey, you want a pizza pie? Oh. Yeah, it was quite offensive. Like, Jesus, Kenny. Yeah. You should ask him about that. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff in this movie. Eh? Yeah, I think. On the eating the mic. I th- okay, oh, well, no. I think to wrap it up, how oh, would you? Oh, would you still have more? Um, oh no, man! I feel like I've barely scratched the surface. You know, I feel like we so could. Much, do, yeah. We could. Oh, I tell you, I love Taylor's costumes, all her outfits. Yeah, Whoever did it was amazing. That, yeah. She always had like main color palettes mm. and just like the accessories to match. I just fuck, man! It was always so tight. Fucking yeah, loved no, it. Was, this movie was so good. I think I really loved this one. Mm. I think. Um, she rank all the songs. That, oh, so I wasn't gonna do songs. I was gonna say the movies. Rank all the movies. Songs. Wow. The oh, and, uh, the photos at dinner. So um, oh, Chad's parents are at Troy's house with his parents, and they're kind of celebrating them, like, finishing the year. And they're just, like, you're talking about where they're going to college. And there's, they've got a photo of Chad framed by himself, and then also a photo of Troy framed by himself, just mm. sitting on the table. It just seems like they've died or something. Yeah, it was really strange. It was like a memorial service. And that was when the, uh, Kenny actually brought it up in the interview, where he brought up the thing with the milk. Chad oh, right. Because um, oh, they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't drink beer. Yeah, yeah. Chad and... Um, and uh, the other guy. And Chad's dad at the start of the film when... Uh, oh, he yelled out, that's a foul! That's a foul! With such, such energy and conviction and vigor. I loved it. Well, I, I don't know that was Chad's dad at that point. I was like, man, this yeah. extra is... Yeah, he's really, really going for it. it. Um, I think we can quickly do a, uh, a quick song. Power rankings. Song, uh, Coming review. in at number 12. How many songs are there? Oh, there's th- I'll say 12 songs. Uh, let's not rank them. Let's just go through and give real quick thoughts. A real quick rundown. Uh, the opening of the film, Now or Never. How do you feel about that? Such a fucking tight opening. I loved yeah. it. Because, I mean, it comes in so hot and ready, and you're just like, in the game. This is the last chance to make a mark. This is the last chance to show who we are. This is what to do about it. Now or never. I love it, man. And then we're like, it slows right down. You have that moment with Troy and Gabriella. Oh. Just know that I believe That's all I really need So come on, man, me strong We gotta turn it up, game on Boom, you're just thrown right in there, man I love it So you love that I'd one? compare that to the opening of Saving Private Ryan Yeah, and uh, Dark Knight You're just thrown straight in there Iconic film openings Saving Private Ryan Dark Knight Master Musical 3 Oh yeah Next song, Right Here, Right Now I know you like that one Oh, yeah, and there's a reprisal too, eh? Oh, there's like it's lovely. three of them. It's lovely. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, in the treehouse. That's the when, That's really like the establishing Troy and Gabriella's like, relationship. Yeah. It's like every film has the same sort of song. Like we said last time, mate, yeah. there's always kind of like Gabriella's Gotta Leave song, Troy's yeah. Brooding song. Excuse me, just burped off like their the, together song. Their love, yeah, there's the together song. And then the next one is I Want It All, uh, Sharpay's one, which we've mentioned. You always got to have Sharpay's banger too. Banger. 
Uh, can I have this dance, which they sing at the top of the school? Excellent. Um, uh, yeah, I do love that. And then the reprise later on, too, when he's just reprise. hiding in the tree. <laughs> yeah. It's, there are so many reprises. The soundtrack just gets repeated. Mm. Uh, but again, that's another banger song. Uh, my favorite song of the album uh, and movie, uh, A Night to Remember. I think that's great. That's the one that really sticks with me. The prom song. I like it, yeah. Uh, it's not one of my favorites. I think it's okay. I don't think it's a bad song. I think it's my favorite song that's a musical song, yeah. right? It's like there are the songs that are like genuinely just like really good, mm. but then this is like a classic musical song. It's like there's the chorus, oh, because, there's like everyone. And they're on stage doing yeah, exactly, it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like we, we talked, I think, in the first one, like some of the songs are motif and some of yeah. them are actually happening. And this is the first one where there's actually a high school musical yeah. happening. Which is so exciting. Because we us. don't get to see Twinkle Town. No. And then, you know, the second one's like the country club kind of talent what's show. What's the thing? What's the talent show called? I forgot. Uh, you, star, star, and you get the Star Dazzle Award. Yeah, Star yeah. It's been yeah. a couple of weeks since yeah. we watched that one. Um, for you guys, it's only a one, week between days. movies, but for us, yeah. it's months. Oh, months. This podcast years. is brought to you by Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next song, Just Want to Be With You. Yeah, I f- love that. The week, Do you think it's the weaker version of uh, You Are the Music and Me? Ooh, I mean that's putting it negatively. I think just what is it? I just want to be with you. Song. Yeah, and nah, I love it. But it is like the you are the music yeah. of me of number three. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, it's hard. I love them both. It's like trying to choose your favorite child. That's exactly what Kenny would have said if I'd asked him because mm. it is true. It would be like choosing a favorite child. Yeah. No, too bad he's not here. Too bad he like rushed the interview. Like he really needed to leave. I'm really glad. But no, oh, well, maybe next time. Uh, He's Nick's a real song. piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't the best one to you. He wasn't giving me anything. <laughs> uh, Nick's song. What boy, can you do? What can you do? Uh, the boys are back. Oh, yeah, Chone. It hasn't really been like a... Chad and... Chad and Troy. Chad's one song was I Don't Dance and the second one, yeah. and Troy had fucked off. And he's kind of he's involved in kind of like the group ones, you know, like Work It Out, All In This Together, because yeah. you had in the game, but he's never really... Yeah, I mean, mm. uh, I don't dance was his one, but then yeah, like it was That's nice. It was nice to really build their friendship more because yeah. we we only see moments of it, you know. So this really um, shows it, and then all the moment, the supposed moments was like, oh, these guys are friends. Like Chad's always kind of being a dick. He's no empathy for Troy whatsoever. So this one, even this one, started with him saying to Troy, "Oh, you're always like five different people when you're on stage." And then Troy's like, oh, come on. Like, isn't that really cool? Yeah, and we used they, to be 10 different people when we were here in the scrapyard as children. As we were like five years old running around all this like rotten metal. But yeah, they, they knocked that song out of the park. It was mm, a good one. Interesting childhood. Next one, of course, Walk Away, the big Gabriella emotional song. This gave me chills. This is like one of the, this is where the emotion of the mm. film really starts kicking in. Yeah, but for me, I don't know what it is. Like, all the songs are so memorable, but this one isn't for me. Like, I, even right now, I can't remember how it goes. I just know, like, the beat is like, just walk away. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Just walk away. Yeah, no, and okay, it slaps. So bad. It yeah. does slap, but and I don't know why. It, it doesn't heart, yeah. stick in my mind as much as the others. Oh, yes. It's just no, walk away. Yeah, no, it doesn't Well, show. compared to her other song, uh, uh, Gotta Go My Own Way, it's like, it's incomparable, right? Yeah, that is, like, Gotta Go My Own Way. That's, like, top three yeah. songs. And then God, whenever those two harmonize, man, it's bloody goosebumps. Yeah. Because uh, oh, we, we already did um, Just Want to Take This Dance, what is it? Can I have this dance? Can I have this dance? Yeah, yeah. Oh, big, big really chills really in that one. one, and it's very really cold in this house too. Yeah, sorry, the window the <laughs> window kidding. is literally open. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. It's a cute little window. Yeah. Um, scream the big uh, fuck the big Troy yeah, song. man! Like, what a way to follow uh, follow up bet on it, man. But yeah, scream really ups the ante. Uh, yeah, man. Like we said, that spinning hallway. It's it, it's bloody good. There's um oh yeah. Scream. Dream so bad, I'm gonna scream, and it just shows you where uh, Troy's at, you know, in his story and his arc. Like he's he's getting told what to do by everybody, you know. Go to Juilliard, go to go play basketball, stay with Gabriella, and um, I kind of understand it though. Like man, like with these big life decisions, they do weigh on you, and you're like, fuck, what is the right move? Because you don't want to end up fucking your life up. Which so is so hard for a sixteen-year-old, yeah. Especially yeah. when he's so good at everything. Yeah, it's he like, could literally choose what. I guess he it's he wanted. privilege problems, though. Yeah, right? Exactly. So I mean, because yeah, I mean, he's got he had offers from a few colleges. Yeah, and he's like, like oh, fuck. I guess I'll go to the. <laughs> yeah, it really is privilege I guess problems. I'll go to the University of California, which yeah. is good at performing arts and basketball. So and oh, then cool. I can still see my girlfriend, who's only thirty-six point seven miles away. I thought that was yeah. kind of cute that he knew yeah. that. The, 
the movie really the last like twenty minutes the whole time is just pure emotion. I think, mm. like I said, the um, I so tear up. I don't know if you noticed. I'll be honest. Know. If you weren't here, I would be crying. Really? I'll, I'll be. <laughs> it does get me. It, it does get it, me. It, ironically, because it's, the, like, it's oh the end of a journey. It's the it, end of an era. There's just so much emotion. It's just mm. like every step is like when Troy and Gabriella are singing on stage during the show. It's just like they're so in love. It's like they can yeah. finally like be together. And you it's can like, say, oh. oh, you know what's so cute though? When he does say the um, even just thinking about like the uh, thirty-six point seven yeah. miles away because that's at the end when um. And Mr. Abbas does really put them on the spot. Like, uh, like this is still the show. I believe like, Troy has got a, a, a choice to make. Yeah, like, these are our seniors. Now tell the, you know, a thousand people in the audience what you're going to do with your future. <laughs> and it's just like, now Troy has a choice to make. Fuck, way to put him on the spot. Yeah. Good thing he did have his mind made yeah. up. But as he's, as he's speaking about that and how far away Gabriella is, you can see her behind him. And, God, she looks so in love. Yeah. It's... So, oh, God. And then the final song. Oh, they, then they all sing We're All In This Together. Uh, on the stage together, uh, but then the final song, um, just before they start singing High School mm. Musical, the rip off of Vertigo, as I talked to it in, in the interview. But um, to, uh, Troy on the stage, he says, "Once a wildcat, always, always a wildcat. wildcat." And I'll be honest, if you don't have tears and chills no. when he says that, then you have not just watched three films. Are you even human? It's there's so much to it. I honestly, yeah. I I, I feel like though I I, like, I love it so much the ending and like it does get me. But I do kind of feel like it's a bit like Return of the King in a way. We're like, this is like three or four endings. I feel like it was so, like, half the emotion, like, doesn't make any sense. Like, I turn to you, and then Gabrielle's like, oh, goodbye to Troy. It's like, why are you saying goodbye? It's like, you literally got to see each other like it's, like, school tomorrow. And it's like, you haven't broken up yet. Oh, uh, I think because I, I, and, but, like, after, well, like, watching the song, they are moving. Yeah, they but do move like, away. The timeline in this film, it wasn't explicitly stated. There was, like, a week later, like they don't think that was the next day because mm. they didn't mention her moving up until you saw the moving sign. No, but she just she like she only said that she's trying to convince her mum to stay in Albuquerque for another year. Yeah, that's like the one the the one mention. I think mm. I think I feel like lots of the emotion is just like created. It feels like it was just created in a laboratory. Like people were like, okay, like this will make people sad, and this will make people sad, and this will make people like really feel for the characters. But but props it, to them, it. It's, it worked. I think I remember one of my very famous uh, movie reviews I did for Pitch Perfect 3 is I described the mo- the first like 90 minutes of the film as like two stars, like it was bad. But in the last like 10 minutes were like five out of five. Because again, it does the same. It's like mm. all these characters that we've known, it brings them together and it's like, okay, these people got to like move on. They're still little friends and they got to split apart. They got to stay together forever. Like mm. stuff like that. Just like even it doesn't matter. It's just like it's just classic cliche says. I think it's like yeah, really when you've been together for emotion, so long yeah. and you're at the end of a journey and you know that that's it. And I, it I, really I, is like the end of Return I, of the King. I truly think they nailed they nailed the conclusion. I think um, put it up there with Toy Story three. Yeah, Toy Story three. Toy Story four. It was good, but it was unnecessary. I'll very kindly disagree. I, I liked it. I think Toy Story. I enjoyed it a lot, but one. I thought it was unnecessary. I really. Think, your favourite? Before we end, I really want to say. Yeah, I th- it's my favourite. And mm. I think the the with Toy Story 3, it's like it ends, but Woody doesn't learn anything. Like it ends and Woody's True. like, oh, I've just moved from one kid to the other. It's like he never learns about getting over Andy. Because like, I mean, oh. he has a great arc in yeah. the first film. Oh, the first one is insane. Yeah. But then in the fourth one, it's like, oh no, now he realises it's like he can't just move from kid to kid. It's like he has to grow. So he does. Mm. I think the fourth one, I think the third one just kind of teaches you to like not deal with things. It's just like, oh, just like, there'll be some, something else. It's like, just keep doing what you're doing and something will happen. But it's like, no, Toy Story 4, it's like, no, like Woody, the person who Woody was supposed to be with doesn't need him. So he needs to then become his own person and right, like, do true, his own thing. True. And he gets over at Independence. Andy. Yeah, exactly. It's independence. It's about mm. doing doing what you need. Would you like to see a Haskell Musical 4, a reunion with them as adults? Oh, is that even a question? Mm. Well, then yes. I'd absolutely love to. I'd love it. I don't know if it would ever happen, though, eh? Oh, they're too... How do you think well, they'd work out the story? I'd say... I'd say... Like Zac Efron's the only person who'd be like, Ugh. I reckon it's the conclusion for this miniseries. We should do a hypothetical uh, High School Musical 4. We should each write, like, a spec strip, a script. Okay. And um and read them. That'd be hilarious. We okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I like the sound of but that. There you go. You hit it here first. Last you episode did. of the season. So what's, uh, what's next for us? 
very quickly before we do the power ranking of the films we've seen so far. Um, what was for us? I think well, we, we're going to do Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Which neither of us have seen. No, and it's the spin-off film. Views. Oh, God. And uh, the Husky Musical series on mm. Disney Plus as well. See what they did there. Yeah, so 10 episodes, mm. um, each half an hour each. And, um, yeah, Husky Musical, the musical, the series, I believe it's called. Mm. The Disney Plus exclusive. Man, I'm losing steam. I'm getting tired. Yeah. We know us, though. Oh, yeah, of course. And, um, Shout out to um, Valley, oh, yeah. Valley Boy, V-A-L-L-Y-B-O-I. Uh, good mate of mine, Max, released his first album at the start of this week. He made a little uh, release party last night, did a few of the songs. It's a good time, but, uh, yeah, you look him up on uh, Spotify. The album's called A Moment of Your Time, which I kind of like. What type of music is it? Rap. Love it. Yeah, but I think it's a cheeky title. It's like, okay, just a moment of your time to listen to this, please. You know? That's pretty great. Uh, oh, sounds like a good very guy. cheeky. Um, yeah, lovely guy. Look cool. it up. And um, oh, very quickly, we've oh, you want to rank the films? Teasing it. We need to rank the films. So okay. one, two, and three. What? Let's. Okay, you think about it. I think I've got mine, and we'll go in reverse order. Will we mm. say our our three, one? two, one? Is that how you do it? I was counting down. Okay, sweet. Thank God. Okay, so what's your least favorite one? Um, the thing is, I, I don't want to. S- Put like any negative no, neither. connotation so on it. It's each of these say. are like nine, nine out of ten is a ten out of ten. We love them. Yeah. I think. Hmm. I'll say. No, mine. maybe I'll go top to bottom. Top to bottom. Okay. Yeah. That's so hard. Maybe maybe it is three, two, one. Do you know what? You're the same. I'm gonna say the same. Well, well then, I think that today's viewing has really yeah. put number three as my favorite. I've oh, always good. thought number two was my favorite. Really. Three is just the production. There's so many like yeah. arts. There's so much more. Like two is very straightforward, right? It's just like it's this. I love two, mm-hmm. but three just nailed it. It was made for the cinema. Three's made for the cinema. Kenny wanted to create and a cinematic experience, and he did it, and he knocked it out of the goddamn park. Well, there's something that me and Jackson both love. Yeah, it's cinema. You know, you're not gonna lie. Um, I do like, like movies. Cinema. You're running out of steam. I am really nice. running out of steam here. I need to pick myself up. Okay. Well, um, ma ma. Uh, anything going on in your life you'd like to plug? I want to plug. Jeez, my Instagram account? Sure. I'm sure people listen to this yeah. on my Instagram account. Uh, at Kyle Smith Vivo. Follow it. I'm posted in, it's almost coming up to a year of me not posting anything. So I think sure. I'll post something on the uh, on the one year mark of the anniversary uh. of the last thing I posted. I think it must have been the, I'll quickly check. The last time I posted on my main Instagram account was the 21st of September, 2019. Almost a year. Coming up. What was it? What you Oh, post? no, by the time we released this. Um, yeah. Well, can't go check out the um, the one-year anniversary of my last Instagram post. <laughs> it'll also be the 50th post. 50 posts of quality. Right, you're just going to leave it there? Yeah. Why not? That's that's the big shout-out. It's a legacy. Um, I've got a Facebook page. It's just my name, Jackson Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N. Um, is a photo of me with... A, a hive's hat and a mullet wig. Um, it's been that photo for like three years. But I make little cheeky little comedy skits and things and put them up on there. Uh, last thing we did, fuck, I think it was like just before lockdown. So I haven't done anything in a while, but I've got a few things cooking up. I'm going to try to get out before the end of the year. Love it. Well, make sure you follow it to uh, yeah to see it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and, um, uh, appreciate it. Shout out to the sponsor of... This week's episode, Disney. Shot Disney. Um, You're yeah, dying. Just I say am. Disney. No, I mean, like, uh, I don't really want to say a good thing about them, but, you know, they've paid us, so we can't really say any bad things about them either. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, and also, a big shout out to Kenny, real quick. Mm. Awesome. High school musical, it is to the future, and there's a high school musical, goodbye.